Welcome in on a Wednesday, ready to talk some Michigan football, and there's plenty to talk about. Good thing we've got former Wolverine Jim Scarcelli with us here. And, you know, Scar, the national championship nine days ago, and, you know, now we're into January and, you know, all the things that go on, you know, in January, the the transfer portal and, you know, recruiting and Harbaugh interviewing with NFL teams, all the stuff that we're used to, you know, after the season's <laughs> over, we're into it now here in January. How you doing? Yeah, it never ends, man. You know, these guys put these crazy hours in. And uh, I remember years, years, a few years back, I was inquiring about possibly being one of those analysts. And I was told, you know, six to 10. Those are the hours, six to 10. And I said, that's just during the season, right? No, no, that's, that's not that, just during the that doesn't sound that bad. Six p.m. to ten p.m. No, or six in the morning to six no. in the morning to ten a.m. That's those are pretty late hours. Danny, you go you go to work when it's dark. You come home when it's dark. That's the kind of crazy. And these guys are doing it all the time. So you know, this time of year is just as busy. You know, phone is ringing, contacting high school, college transfer this and and new coaches. And by the way, though, just had, I I got the Lions. Had to throw out the Lions gear. I'm always wearing maize and blue. Got my uh, Lions Detroit North champion. That's another topic for another day. But, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, it never ends for uh, a college coach. Well, let's work through it. We're going to talk about the the transfers and uh, also some of the coaches that are moving around uh, as well. Of course, uh, Jim Harbaugh. And we are going to get to some film, but I want to make this a programming note, two really quick programming notes. Now, we do this show live, and if you've noticed the last couple of lives we have done with uh, with video, we've gotten those taken down by YouTube. So what we decided to do is just do this live show here, and then we will go to another live five minutes after and and do the video there in case it gets taken down. So that's just how that's going to work. I would also put this programming reminder out there if you have not noticed in 2024, 15 minutes before this show starts at 1.45 on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I now do a, a meat and potatoes sports update for Michigan. Michigan, what's going on with uh, the team? What's going on in recruiting? What's going on in the transfer portal? It's straight to the news. It's short. It's tight. It's nice and neat for you with a bow. And that is there for you. You can check that out if you're somebody like Sometimes people get intimidated when they see an hour-long podcast. They can just pop in for the five minutes and say, hey, what is going on with everything with Michigan? You have that available for you. So that's all the stuff that's going on there. Uh, Gar, let's talk about the – before we talk about Harbaugh, I mean, that is the lead thing. We, you, you put down the first thing, coaches moving around. What, what, what did you mean by that? Well, I'm just looking around the country and seeing how things are going, you know, because it, it affects us. Um, you know, it was interesting. Alabama, Saban's been there for 17 years. He's the, the most successful coach ever. You know, you can make that argument. And, and and they don't hire from within. They go and get the best coach available. Uh, and in my opinion, I think DeBoer, is a, I think it was a great hire. Uh don't care about what the guy's done and the, what's on that rock. They didn't care about the coaches on that staff. And um, they just said, we got to get the best guy. And I think that's a great hire. And now Washington, what do they do? They go turn around. 
They've got a guy who's a proven builder, a proven winner. He's he he won as a as at a small college. He won at Fresno State. He won at Washington. And instead of taking a guy on staff, bam, no, they don't want that. They go and hire another proven leader, and Jed Fish, a guy that uh, you know with a little Michigan background, a guy who we're going to be competing against, who's a good recruiter, good coach. Jim coached with them. Uh, I got a lot of respect for him. He worked his way up. Um, you know, so so that's going on. I just saw Arizona then. They did the same thing, hired a proven winner over from San Jose State. And that's what's going on. I, I was a little discouraged seeing uh, – go ahead, Danny. Well, I don't know. Are, are you suggesting that if the, the Michigan job came open – that U of M should do a national search instead of looking uh, right on their own staff, uh, at least go out there and open it up. To yeah, not be afraid to hire the best football coach available. That's, that's my thing. Cause if Jim was to leave, I guarantee he's taking some coaches with him. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you on that. If timing is going to be everything, like if uh, it, let's just say, DeBoer was still out there and, you know, and Fish was too. Well, those would be the top two guys that Michigan would be looking at, I would think, considering those guys' uh, resumes and everything else. But also, you know, Sharon Moore and what he has done this year, it's also a logical choice. Like Alabama, what were they going to do? Tommy Reese has been there for five minutes. You're going to just tab Tommy Reese and say, hey, you're the guy at Washington. It's not like DeBoer's been there for a long time. Like, you know, Michigan's in a little different situation. They've got a coach. They've, they've, uh, he's ready to go. And he was going to be the coach two years ago when Jim, you know, had uh, both feet out the door and almost was looking like he was headed to the Vikings. I mean, we have seen it. The succession plan was in place. I mean, it was going to be Sharon Moore. So uh, I get that part, but, um, that's just what you have to deal with when it's January, Jim. And if, if you might, make have a point if it was uh, two weeks ago, but obviously it's not. Yeah. I'm just a believer in uh, proven winners, Denny. I'm just, I'm just not a born on third base kind of guy. I'm not. A yeah, running are, you a, are you a believer in if you, if you have your staff and you have somebody on the staff and you know what he's all about promoting from within, I think, you know, that, you know, it's yeah, not well, always it's like, let's go out and let's do something. I guarantee you, if Alabama yeah, I, had somebody that was sitting there that they thought could be the next head coach, well, then, you know, you're going to consider that guy. They didn't have any. Well, you know, also, let me say this. I don't I, – I had a lot to do with uh, who succeeded me. And uh, Jim if, – if Jim puts his stamp on him, if that day comes, then I'm all – you know, then I'm, it's the best darn decision going. That's all I'm saying about that. Well, that's what Jim will do. I mean, Jim yeah, – then I totally, then I, I totally agree with it because Jim knows better than any of us uh, the capabilities of all of his assistants. He knows that better than anybody. He knows what they bring to the table. He knows how they coach. He knows how they recruit. He knows how they scheme. And those are the three big things that you, you know I'm looking for in a coach. But does he know how he's going to lead? You know how he's going to lead the whole deal. That's what uh, you know. Hopefully, he uh, can envision. And, 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 and that's what he's envisioned, that uh, he can lead. Well, we know what he would do because we saw it. You know, he was taken off the field at Penn State. He didn't tab Jesse Minter, which he could have. 
uh, or Mike Hart. He went to Sharon Moore, and then you know he didn't play game. I don't, I don't call it playing games. He didn't uh, you know have the uh, shuffling around like he did in the first three games. It was Sharon Moore the whole time. So you know it's going to be Sharon Moore. I mean that's just how it's uh, it, it is laid out. Uh, that's what Jim would want. Now you could be say, look, you know, you're the athletic director and Ward Manuel. You can think that Ward Manuel might be like, well, you know, now that Jim's gone, I can do what I want. That's nice to have his uh, stamp of approval and everything. But we're, you know, we're going to look elsewhere. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they they like more, and you know, he's going to be the guy. Yeah, I know. I just saw some other. I saw a guy, the guy leave Buffalo. You know, he was there, given an opportunity. He was there for three years. And now he's leaving him in the middle of the night, having done nothing but destroy that program. And now he's going to go be an assistant at Alabama. I don't agree with that. I saw the guy that was at Southern Alabama. Now, he at least he won a little bit. Now he's going to Alabama. I just question some of these guys. They get these, you know, they, they get an opportunity to build a program and, um, you know, leaving in the middle of the night, having uh, n- done nothing but lose. Just going to voice my disgust in it, Denny. Well, you know, there's part of it. I I get that. You know, you think about loyalty and what you've done with a team. But if you take a step back, you know, it's business and it's money. And I know that all gets involved in, in, you know, sports nowadays. But if you're a coach, I mean, you sure you're thinking about the team you're with and you've put fully in there, but then you're also thinking about yourself. And that gets us to Jim Harbaugh. Like, there's nobody more of a Michigan man than Jim Harbaugh, but Jim Harbaugh right now, he has done it the, you know, the last three years, Jim Harbaugh is thinking about Jim Harbaugh. He's not thinking about Michigan, you know, and that's just the price. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Go ahead. Yeah. Cause I, I think, um, I think Jim wants to be at Michigan. I don't think money's that big an issue with him, uh, wanting to be at Michigan. Um, I think, um, I think this stuff with the way the whole investigation was was uh, handled. How, how, I, I wonder if he questions how much uh, we fought for him. Um, I think that, um, yeah, Denny. I'm just uh, I'm at a I'm, I'm little, little at a little loss of words here. I think. Uh, go, well, let go me ahead. jump in because I'm, I'm not at a loss for words. Jim Harbaugh won the national championship. He's a Michigan man. You know, he's beloved. Yeah, he's earned the right to go out there and talk to the NFL teams and everything else. All of this bidding that is done by uh, uh, Harbaugh insiders and people that are close to Harbaugh, you know, you know, Ward's this and Stapleton's that. Uh, Jim and now Jim, you know, he's got his agent. Harbaugh said this three years ago, and people forget about this, and you know, they just stand in line with him when you know nobody was giving him the time of day after coming off the pandemic season, Harbaugh uh, was terse with a reporter that said, Hey, did you think about, you know, the, the NFL? And he said, look, judge me by my actions. And that's what I've done ever since. His actions are that he wants to go to the NFL. He likes flirting with the NFL. He likes chaos. He doesn't get along with people that are authority figures. We trace that back to San Francisco so are we looking at his track record and actually what he does, or are we believing things that people are uh, that are Harbaugh fans and Harbaugh uh, supporters 
you know, that his agent or somebody else is going to say, let's stick to the facts. Okay, so you mean he didn't get along with Bulky? He didn't get along with Bulky, who, who was already proven as a dysfunctional leader. The same guy that they fired it. Okay, so he didn't get along with a guy who was already proven as a as a failed leader. Bottom line, one of the, the, the key hey, things. Seem like, was, is he getting along with the, the people at Michigan? You know, well, is, is he, look, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Why does he have to have these three? The, the big thing that I've saw in this whole deal, he don't trust Ward Manuel. That's where we're at. Okay. There's, he wants, he wants this triumvirate or whatever you want to call it. He wants three people to decide things. He doesn't want it put in one guy's hand. That's a terrible situation. Okay. I dealt with uh, an athletic director. Th that, that relationship has to be, you guys got to be uh, united at the hip. The Lions are united, Holmes and the coach. And in college and high school, it's all the same thing. You got to be, you got to be speaking one thing. I do think Jim has had the, the money's not an issue. I think he's getting the resources, the NIL resources. I think all that stuff's good. Um, but I think there's something there that he doesn't feel that uh, he doesn't feel comfortable with Ward fighting for him. Um, and he, if you look at what he's asking for, he basically just said it. Okay. If he, he wants three guys to decide his fate, three people to decide his fate. Danny, when you, when you get a job, the guy that hired him is gone. You know, Jim Hackett is gone. And, and when you get hired, that's your guy. That's, and that matters as a, as a football coach, the person that brings you in, but that guy is gone. And, um, and I just – we don't know, okay? You and I don't know exactly the intricacies of that relationship, but when, when, when the coach asks for three people to be involved in, in those kind of decision-makings, decision-making, decision that tells you everything you need to know about the trust and that relationship between Harbaugh and Ward Manuel. Well, then I would then put the onus on Ono to remove his athletic director if there's something there. And that's what Harbaugh should uh, make it clear with his agent and everything else. If he needs to have the president behind him and the athletic director, and he doesn't think that those two guys are ready to go to war with him, with NIL, fight the SEC, fight the NCAA, try to put this down, put uh, sweeteners in the contract, even though you said he doesn't care about money, making sure that, you know, he's got Bill self-protection from the NCAA. He wants to fight and he's ready to go for Michigan and all that. Well, then he should put that down instead of how he is operating with it. Because what it looks like, Scar, is that he's always kicking the can or slow playing. And what you're talking about with those, you know, the, the three people advisory board and everything else, it was also – in that report, they didn't want anything, or the, the story, I should say, they didn't want anything to, you know, start taking effect to February 15th. To me, that showed his cards. Like, if anybody was, you know, thinking about, well, he's just out in the NFL just because. No, he's he's wanting to test the waters. It's obvious. Two years ago, he was testing the waters. Three years ago, he wanted to, and nobody would give him the kind of time of day. Last year, after he said he wasn't going to talk to anybody anymore, he talked to two teams. So, look, he's got the right. He's won the national championship. Let's just not look. You know, 
if he really wants to be at Michigan and it's all this dancing around and politics and, you know, he didn't like the haircut that he had to take and, you know, he doesn't get along with Ward, then he should tell his agent to tell the president to get rid of the athletic director. There's no more power than, and that Harbaugh will ever have than right now. Make the move, Jim. Everybody, you know, Michigan fans, I'll give you a hundred Michigan fans, all 100 are behind Jim Harbaugh, zero are behind Ward Manuel. So make the move. Yeah, well, you know, it, it. the great leadership, if Ono is that guy, you find a way to take these two guys, you take what Jim wants, you take look at what's going on with, in Ward's mind, and you find a way to make it work. So Ono, you're making a ton of money, figure it out. Find a way to move forward with both of these guys. I don't have to love my athletic director as a head football coach, but I have to have a workable relationship with him. I think, you know, that's, I'm not, I'm not interested in firing, uh, you know, that that's the only answer to the problem. Hopefully uh, we have the kind of leadership there with Ono that, uh, you know, cause I, I don't know, you know, Jim, Jim may be looking at, you know, he, he, he's thought all these things out. He's got legal representation, I'm sure. And, you know, what happened to Chris Partridge? Why is he gone? How much of a fight did Michigan put defending him? You know, and, and we don't know everything that he did. I don't know everything he did. But did we fight for him? Did somebody pound the table for, for our guy? I mean, we don't know. But for Jim to have to have these three people – He's 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 doubting whether there's somebody that'll come out swinging for him, okay? Because I want that for my athletic director, athletic director. I want someone that's going to come out swinging and not let Chris Partridge go on down the road, uh, you know, like, uh, well, tough break, kid. I did the best I could. Yeah, or he, you know, as he has indicated, you know, he really wants a Super Bowl and that he feels like his legend is secure at Michigan. And when they weren't giving him the time of day uh, three years ago, now they're tripping all over him, you know, to go to the league and Michigan fans, even though they don't like it, you know, know he's the best coach that has ever uh, been the head football coach at Michigan. And he'll have a statue one day. His legend is secure. So, I mean, there's also that piece. I mean, it's hard when you're a, a big time Michigan fan to look at the other side that, Hey, you know, he merely might want to go to the NFL. He really may have wanted to go last year. He really may have wanted to go the year before and the year before. I mean, he, uh, it's out there. So there is that chance. I mean, there's a chance that it's not all this, well, Ward, you know, won't back him. And, you know, Ward's letting the contract sit on the, the, the desk for three weeks. And, you know, uh, you know, Ward won't give him the protection that he wants. Ward, you know, is stonewalling him when it comes to the NIL. You know, the Harbaugh could be involved in those things too, where he's trying to get to January, where he can talk to these NFL teams. I mean, there is a world where that's possible, right, Scar? Yeah, yeah. You know, Denny, I'm I'm coming on the side that if none of the if this investigation BS never happened, if those these mistakes hadn't happened, I'm I'm convinced that Jim would be our, the Michigan coach, and I think he would finish up. That's what I believe, but. He's dealing with something that he doesn't uh, feel comfortable with, with the uh, the kind of support he might get if the, the blankety-blank hits the fan and the NCAA comes around again. And, it, you know, he just wants to know how much he's going to get – they're going to fight for him. 
So, Danny, we, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't either, but I would say this when it comes down to all the NCAA stuff. And, you know, I didn't like how it was going in real time. I don't know if anybody liked how it was going on in real time. The suspension right to the last second looked like they were making a mountain out of a molehill. All of that kind of stuff. But you have to admit that uh, Harbaugh is at least uh, guilty of, you know, those first three games with, you know, they, they came in when it was watching video, when it was paying for recruits, food and everything. Those were level two violations. They increased to level one when he didn't cooperate. So he's at least had a hand, whether you want to say it was a a mountain or a molehill, you know, he's had a hand in creating, you know, the situation. And I don't know, you know, Partridge, uh, you know, was he ready to stand up in the middle of the right at the end of the season? I mean, that was, that was the week of the Ohio state game. I mean, what what was he going to do there? He wasn't even the the acting head coach. I mean, uh, uh, that's quite a situation if, if that's, you know, what he's going to be butthurt about. Like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, all the details there, but I mean, the, the guy f- stood up for something partridge and I don't know how, how much did Michigan fight for him? Danny, I, I, I don't know, you know, and you know, and maybe there's still something there in Jim's mind about, you know, this is the guy when we were struggling that told me to take a pay cut. Maybe he wanted, maybe he was hoping I'd, I'd go on down the road. You know, take this pay cut. Maybe he thought Jim's ego would say, okay, I had enough of that. And that's what he was hoping for. I don't know. but uh, Nobody was going to give him a job. Yeah, I don't know. I think he would have if the NFL, like if the Bears, you know, the Bears ended up making the playoffs that year. I always thought that if the Bears didn't make the playoffs there, that they would have been interested in Harbaugh. I think he would have gone. Now, this is all, you know, we can all believe what we want to believe. Harbaugh's uh, uh, protectors made it clear to that, you know, no, that was not the case. You know, he was standing by his original intentions and the contract that he had signed and he was going to be a Michigan man. Look, man, he likes a lot of balls in the air. He likes a lot of things going on. Uh, You know, I I don't think Harbaugh can just wake up and go mow the lawn and and drink some milk and, you know, just think about the team. He's got to have a lot of stuff going on. That's what, (laughs) that's what makes him, you know, Jim Harbaugh. He wants uh, chaos. He wants conflict he wants he likes yeah, all that I, I think we beat that up i'm gonna go over a couple other things if you right. unless you want to keep going on, on well let me see if anybody's got any uh uh, uh thoughts about we'll, we'll just take we'll read a little bit that's why we're on live we like to hear from the michigan fans just what they're thinking about sam is saying he's just drifting around on cloud nine he's got victories over state and Ohio, Bama, Washington. He's putting up the Big Ten Championship, the Rose Bowl, and the National Championship. So, you know, he's he's looking at, well, you know, what we're saying and, and me screaming and everything else, but I don't think he's all that worried about, you know, all of that. Jesse is saying that Jim's family is here, lives on the street with his parents. His wife doesn't want to leave. Why go to a crap hole that is L.A. to work for the Spanos? family you can jump in on any of these scar if you if you like the uh if you have something to say shadyville says uh it means nothing but drama you're supposed to capitalize on winning we're losing recruits and not bringing in any of the elite transfers out there what about that point no i mean he's, he's right i mean you would have thought you win a championship and here we are at 20 last year you know that's people are using it against michigan in recruiting you got to believe that the people are using it to negative recruit and, um, but, uh, I just, uh, I hope Ono 
can earn whatever the kind of money he's making and, and get this thing worked out so Jim is comfortable and, and him and him and Ward can work through it. Um, and th that's what I believe, Danny. And, and I'm just going to one more statement, Danny. I just I'm 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 a guy that firmly believes in um, a, a proven winner. Okay, that's it. That's me on that. Um, scars right need to. I, I'm a, I'm just that's me, man. I'm I'm a proven winner guy. I'm not a born on third third base uh, uh, kind of believer, man. Unless you've had some, unless you've been in there, uh, uh, you you know, a good forty. Uh, a 45, 50 year old guy who's maybe been assistant, a coordinator for maybe 20 years. That might be a little different deal, but anyway. So what about, let me just jump in there there. So, you know, is, is Sharon Moore, if he gets the Michigan job, will he have been born on third base? What's the difference between him and Ryan day situation? I don't know. So it's the exact same situation. It's the exact same situation. Denny, both of them are offensive coordinators, unproven leaders. What's the difference? Well, you never heard me. I mean, it was fun, you know, talking about uh, third base. But but here's the, the difference is sometimes you go out there and this is the whole thing in sports. You tab the young guy before he is that guy. And I would look to the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell. People were like, this is the guy you're going to hire over. Yeah, this is the guy they're going to hire. Brad Holmes coming in from the L.A. Uh, Rams or whatever they were at the time coming in from the Rams, you know, he was, was he born on third base? No, he was a young guy that was with another organization. The lions tabbed him. That's what great organizations do. You know, you're talking about, yeah, going out and getting a proven leader right now, you know, like, so DeBoer it's, it's water under the bridge. I mean, Harbaugh is still here. Should they have, you know, Alabama, if he was, uh, I think it's a good conversation if there's guys out there. There's not even anybody out there. But there's also the part with rewarding people that you know and tabbing the young guy that, um, you know, can, can be that player or can be that I mean, you got a job at Buffalo. LSU, when, when Nick freaking Saban was at MSU and was just sitting out there, he didn't look all that great. And you know what LSU did? You know what LSU yeah. did? They went and got Nick Saban. Was that no, what? Who they who they replaced Saban with at Michigan State? I'm I'm trying to remember that. Who did Saban come in for? Who they replaced Saban with at Michigan State? Help me out there. I can't remember. Uh, Bobby Williams, I think. Oh, there you go. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I was thinking about LSU going oh, out there was, and, 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 and hiring the guys. They State they there. found Nick Saban. That's hard. It's harder to do. I'll give you that. You know, Alabama, after Saban went to the NFL, they, you know, they, they said, look, you know, this is the greatest guy out there. Let's go out there and get him. Yeah. Is, is there, who's that coach right now out there, Scar? I mean, like if they were going, like I would say what Jesse Minter has done and what Sharon Moore have done, you know, those guys, you know, they, they, uh, they hit a lot of the marks that you're looking for. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I wish, I just wish some of our guys. I'm praying Tyrone Wheatley crushes it at Wayne State, Denny. Seriously, praying that Tyrone crushes it. I want Leffler at, at Bowling Green to crush it. Okay, and there's a bunch of NFL Michigan guys out there. You got Larry Foot over there. I wish he would take a head coaching job in college or something. He's out there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm, I'm always praying and hoping. And then all these Michigan guys, I would the Buffalo job is open. Michael Hart, go get that job. 
The South Alabama job is open. San Jose State is open. I wish some of these Michigan guys, these assistants we have, would take those jobs and prove themselves. And those guys, if they prove themselves three, four years, they're a hell of a hell of a lot more marketable in my eyes than some guy who's just been on the staff. Just well, keep it real, Danny. Yeah, well, I'll keep it real too, Scar. If we were back, you know, in the 60s and you know, Canham came to you and said, What about this German butcher? You know, down at Ohio State, you'd be like, Proven. I want a, I want a Michigan man. Proven at Miami, Ohio. He What's was a that? proven winner at Miami, Ohio. He was exactly what I talk about. He was a proven winner at a Miami, Ohio at a lower level. Proven leader. That's what I'm talking about. Give me a guy that uh, can go into some crummy situation and turn Is there somebody around. out there that you're looking at that you think that no, that's I'm just, the next? I'm just oh, I mean, even anybody. Is there? I mean, who is the who is the group of five coach right now? You want to go get Leopold at, at Kansas? I mean, he looks like a great coach. Proven a little winner. older. You want to, yeah, he's, he's a proven he's, winner. He's, he's got he's got a great track record. It is as good as course. You would rather have Leopold than Sharon Moore. I'd want to sit down and get a feel for everybody and talk to him. I'm not in the interviewing process, okay? And I'm not. Oh, you know, that's, that's not a bad idea, Scar. Like, how you so you would open it up? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear what everybody has to say. I'm okay. not just putting this. I, I want to. I if if I'm the guy doing the hiring, you know, I want to hear what Jim. If Jim is leaving, I'd want to hear what he's his thoughts about the assistants. I want to get a feel for everything. I, I there's things they know about those coaches that I don't. You know. They, they, I don't know all the, you know, I'm not in that interview. I've been, I've been in plenty of interviews though. And there's a lot of questions I'd want to know. And there's things I want to, people I want to talk to and references and see, you know, there's just a lot. So Denny, let's get on to some, some of these transfers and the things where I think Michigan stands with our players. There's a lot of really good things going on. Let's just talk defense. Really good thing. Scar, uh, we've got, to get to the film. We've okay. got to get to the film. Okay, so, we, can, we can transition now then, I guess. We are going to get to the film, so we will see you on the other link here in 30 seconds, and we'll talk some film.